Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, brought to you by WPTonic.com, a WordPress maintenance and support service for business owners. We talk to the leaders in WordPress, business, and online marketing communities, bringing you insights on how to grow your business and achieve success. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Show. This is episode 403. We've got a great returning guest. We've got Ben Ar- Ben Aralino back from WP Courseware plugin. It's one of the leading learning management um, plugins in the WordPress space. Fantastic guest. Ben, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers? Sure. Well, thank you for having me on the show again, Jonathan. Appreciate that. And it's good to be back. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm co-founder of a small company called Fly Plugins, and we've uh, we've got a a flagship product called WP Courseware, which is a learning management system. Uh, we've we launched uh, WP Courseware back in 2012. We were uh, first in the market with an LMS plugin, and uh, so from there we've built a couple other plugins. We have S3 Media Maestro, which is more of a, a video player with protection, which integrates uh, very tightly with Amazon S3. And we also have another plugin which we recently released called Churnly, which uh, is a churn reducer for uh, involuntary churn. Uh, and it works with hand in hand with uh, WooCommerce uh, subscriptions as well as uh, easy digital downloads, recurring plus subscriptions. All right, that's fantastic. And I've got Adrian. Adrian's decided to become my new co-host, folks. But don't worry, Cindy will be coming back next week and another week. And um, we're not breaking out, breaking in bad terms. It's just that Cindy has decided. To, to become a traveler and with her family go around the world for a year and a bit. Uh, um, maybe it was working with me that made her decide that she needed <laughs> to leave Canada for a year. But, We're um, all but, she, <laughs> but she'll be back next week to tell you more about what she's up to and her plans. To say I'm slightly envious would be a slight understatement, but there we go. So, Adrian, thanks for agreeing to become my new co host. Uh, Adrian will be taking over full-time in July with me, and I'm excited. We're going to cover some great subjects, I think. So, Adrian, would you like to introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? Absolutely. So, uh, I'm super excited to be on the show now, uh, recurring almost uh, every week now. So, that's going to be super, super, super fun. We're going to talk a lot about uh, a focus on marketing. Uh, I have a lot of experience in the marketing industry. I'm the founder of a plugins company called Groundhog Incorporated, and we produce a lot of sales and marketing automation plugins for the WordPress community. Uh, and I'm super excited to be able to to bring that experience to the show. Yeah, I thought it was going to uh, when Adrian agreed to co- you know, to become a co-host. I just thought it would be a great mix and really get, give a new insight and value to the listeners and viewers. So, Ben, um, so what is happening, you know, we're going to cover two main subjects during this interview, folks. It's going to be WP Courseware and what's happening with it. And also, Ben's going to share a lot of info about video. And I know that's a really big subject, you know, in if you're making a new course, um, you know, producing really great videos, really important. So he's got a lot to say about that. So I think it's going to be a great interview. So let's start off, Ben. So what's happening in the world of um, Coursera, you know, WP Coursera? 
Yeah, so WP Courseware has uh, has gone through quite a bit of changes over the past couple of years. And I, th- I think it's probably been about that long since I've been on the show. Um, so what we've done uh, recently, we've uh, we've taken on a huge project to uh, rebuild the plugin from the ground up. And uh, what we're doing is uh, we're, we're revamping the entire back end, you know, making it work a lot more efficient. Uh, and one of the things that we're trying to do is make it more developer friendly, adding in more hooks and uh, you know, uh, filters and things like that so that uh, people can extend the plugin uh, should they choose to do so. We're also working on uh, on the front end as well and really trying to hone in on the UI of the plugin as well. We want to make, uh, we want to make it super easy for people to come in and create a course. Uh, what we've found is, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, tools in the SaaS space. You know, you have your Teachable, your Thinkific, your Kajabis, and, uh, you know, a lot of these platforms, they, they have really awesome UIs. And I think that's one of the reasons people go and kind of focus on those, but we're really trying to hone in our UI so that uh, we can make it pretty easy for people to use, uh, you know, uh, WP Courseware in the WordPress space, because I feel like WordPress is so flexible. You won't get that with Teachable or with any of those others. Uh, it's just so flexible. You can do so much with WordPress. Um, so that's what we've been working on over the past year. We're also adding in new features as we go. We we uh, completely revamped our, our uh, course builder. We added in a shopping cart, a couple payment gateways, um, so we've been, we've been adding in quite a bit of, uh, functionality into the plugin itself. Um, and we've got some big plans. I mean, we have a Trello board a mile long of, of things we want to do and, uh, hopefully we can get those, get those done fairly quickly. But we're about, if I had to guess, we're about 50 to 60% done with the rewrite. We've been incrementally, uh, updating the plugin, like I said, over the past year or so. And so, uh, we're, we're, we're getting there. We're about 50, 60%, uh, maybe even a little bit more. And uh, so uh, we, well, one of the things that we, we did, uh, we actually had, we had brought on a new, a new developer and uh, this new developer, he's just a rock star and he's, uh, he's doing really well. So. Oh, sounds interesting. Adrian. So um, awesome. It sounds like you're doing really, really great. And that's super cool. I myself am actually going through a whole rebuild process as well. So kudos. I know yeah. that's super difficult. Um, so over the last couple of years, as you've been going through that rebuild process, Video has just become so much more all important in from a marketing standpoint. Uh, so I'm kind of curious what what changes have you made within that those two years to not only just bring video uh, in your courses, but also enable your customers or people who use uh, your plugin to enable to market uh, themselves using video as well. So, so one of the things that we've done over the past couple of years as well, um, we have a, another plugin called S3 Media Maestro, which delivers video. Um, and ba- just to give you a quick rundown of how that works, uh, you, you basically host your video on Amazon S3, uh, and then you can uh, use the URL from, or actually, I'm sorry, the URL from our uh, shortcode generator, which generates an encrypted URL so that that URL is actually expiring. So when somebody tries to you know, grab that URL and share it across the internet, it will expire at a point in time, um, never to be used again. Um, but what we really did is we really took S3 Media Maestro seriously and uh, we, we integrated it with S3. Um, and I don't know if you've ever used S3, but S3 in and of itself is kind of cumbersome to use. It's, it's you know, UI, it's, it's okay, but it's, it's not the easiest thing to use. Um, so what we did is we built this really cool short code generator that completely interacts. The only thing you have to do is pop in your API keys. You can upload video through the plugin. You can set up your URLs, everything, set the video player. Um, so it's very easy. So one thing we did is we integrated that plugin with WP Courseware um, really tightly so that, you know, when you deliver your video course, uh, you can complete your unit. Like you can force somebody to completely watch a video before they can complete a unit. 
um, and things like that. So, so we're really, we're really fo- trying to focus in on that video aspect because just as Jonathan mentioned, you know, video is, 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 it's becoming a really big deal. I mean, I, I have some interesting statistics I can probably give later on in the show, but um, video, video is, is, a, is a real big deal right now. So in terms of marketing, um, one, one thing we're trying to do right now, we're actually, we're focusing on building a couple of add-ons for WP Courseware uh, for email marketing. Um, not, not so much, I guess, video marketing, but more for email marketing. Uh, we haven't focused too much on video marketing. I know there's a, there's a, a big push with YouTube. YouTube's a big deal right now. You have your Instagram, you know, Instagram stories and video, IGTV, that sort of thing. But uh, for right now, we haven't done a whole lot with um, marketing uh, related directly to, to uh, courseware. All right, that sounds great. So, you know, I'm really fascinated with this other plugin and integrating it in um, Amazon Web Services. So, has it got its own player? So, yeah, you can actually, it, and is that reasoning flexible, the player? It, well, the player, what we decided to do, we, we took the same player that's actually native to WordPress, which is the Media Elements player. Um, but we're not using we're not using the native player. We're wrapping up a, a separate package of our own player. But it is Media Elements. Um, what we'd like to do in the future, and we and again, this is this isn't down the road. Uh, we'd like to add in a couple other video player options. I know Video JS makes a great video player. Um, there's there's a couple other ones that we may incorporate into the plugin itself. Um, but yeah, we'd like to make that a little more flexible. We'd like to add in some um, some UI features where you can you know. Uh, change characteristics of the video player, color scheme, that sort of thing, the player bar, you know, and maybe add a different icon for your play button, that sort of thing. Um, but again, that's, that's a little bit down the road. But for now, uh, yeah, we, we, just, we, we recently wrapped up that project where we, it's just really tightly integrated with S3. It's so cool because you can upload down, not download, but upload um, and, and create your, your video URLs and that sort of thing, embed them in your, uh, in your WordPress website. Super easy with that short code generator. Well, because it does seem to change because recently there was an announcement from WP um, Engine um, announcing the integration of um, video hosting with Cloudflare. Was you aware of that? No, no, I, I had not. I was not aware of that. Um, uh, no, I hadn't seen that. But we are, actually, we are hosted with WP Engine, but I hadn't seen that announcement. No, because Cloudflare are offering, um, I don't think it's as sophisticated as yours at the present moment, but they seem to be going into that area. So there seems to be a lot of interest in that in that area. Over to you, Adrian. So uh, a lot of people currently use like Vimeo or Wistia. Some, a lot of people host their videos on YouTube. So with this, uh, with your S3, Plugin is it easy for them if they if they want to switch over? How would they go about doing uh, going through that process? So currently, uh, S3 Media Maestro is is pretty flexible. Is you can you can add a video that's hosted on any server. So if you have a Vimeo video, YouTube video, you know a video just somewhere in cyberspace, you can you can use S3 Media Maestro. However, it's not gonna it's not gonna generate that encrypted URL. That encrypted URL functionality is um, is actually part of Amazon Web Services. Um, I do know that uh, Vimeo. I think they do have some security type functionality where I think you can de- you can uh, define like a domain name, and that's the only place that video can play. Um, Wistia, on the other hand, I'm not exactly sure. I've never used Wistia. I do the thing about Wistia that I've always kind of it's always been a downfall to me is is it's pretty expensive, um, and so S3 seems to be a little bit more flexible with pricing. 
Um, the price does go up if you start, you know, looking at using, uh, you know, CloudFront to, uh, to their CDN services to, to uh, serve up that video a little bit faster. But um, yeah, you can use just about any video platform and you can, you can embed it with S3 Media Maestro. Um, so yeah. Brilliant. So that's great. So um, when it comes to actually producing the video, um, what do you think some of the best tools that somebody starting off should look at based on your experience of being in the market area yourself? So yeah, some of the, the best video editing software, you know, uh, when you're first starting off, it, you know, you're always looking at budget because a lot of people don't have budget when they're first starting off. And then I get that. Um, but you do kind of have to invest in some, some tools and that sort of thing. Um, you know, there's, there's some really cool software out there. What I use for probably 99% of my videos is a software called ScreenFlow. Um, ScreenFlow is very flexible because uh, you, can, you can do screencasts, but you can also do talking head type video stuff. And it's got a full-on editor. It works great. Um, there's, another, there's another software called Camtasia that I've used in the past. And it is another great uh, piece of software. I think that one uh, is both Mac and Windows friendly. That's, I think screen, ScreenFlow is Mac only, unfortunately. Um, I also recently downloaded and started kind of toying with uh, Adobe Premiere uh, Elements. And um, it seems to be pretty cool, I, 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 but I default, I tend to just default back to ScreenFlow. Uh, it's, just, it's just a great tool for, for doing your post-editing on your videos. Um, it's, it's got a lot of, it's feature-rich. Um, the really cool thing is I, I like the fact that I can customize how I want to export my videos so I can set you know, my data rate, I can set my, my resolution frames per second, um, you know, codecs that I use for, for audio video H.264, uh, you know, ACC for, for audio, that sort of thing. So I, I really like the flexibility of uh, ScreenFlow. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Ben. I use ScreenFlow, but I also use it with Final Cut Pro um, okay. a bit, and um, well, which is Mac only, which is around $300 for Final Cut um, with... Um, Screen flow that's around about 120 folks. Another another one you could look at is um, DaVinci, which um, I think works on Mac and PC, and they offer a fully free um, version. Um, they do offer a pro version DaVinci, but the free version is pretty powerful. And if you need to do some um, color correction, which you really can't do in um, in um, ScreenFlow, it's something to look at. Over to you, Adrian. Uh, first off, plus one for Camtasia. I've been yeah. using that uh, tool for a very, very long time. So if you if you do prefer Windows as I do, because Macs are inferior, uh, <laughs> then <laughs> then uh, I, I I think you should absolutely go check out uh, Camtasia. It's a great tool. Um, so we have the tools down. Uh, it was what? a good co. It was a good co-host, but then he kind of went to the dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have the tools down. Uh, what do you have in terms of actual like resources for how people go around designing their courses to ensure that the maximum number of people actually start and get to the end, so that the most content is consumed? So, what resources would you recommend, or do you have in order to help people design their courses? Yeah, so to me, that's more of a strategical type question, not necessarily tools. I mean, you can make the, the best videos and you know, everything looks so, so great, but it depends on the content of your videos, the content of your course, and, and what's going to get people from point A to point B. You know? And so in terms of getting somebody through a course, I mean, you, you, have, to, you have to give people um, 
you have to give people a goal. First of all, you have to give people an end goal. Like what is it that you're going to walk away from this course from, um, you know, what knowledge are you going to walk away with? And then you have to get them to that point. And, and you have to break your course up obviously into, you know, various modules, units, chapters, whatever you want to call them lessons. And you got, you have to make them, um, palatable so that people can consume them. I know you, you hear, you've probably heard this a million times, you know, bite-sized chunks, that sort of thing. Um, but it, but it's a reality. I mean, you know, p- people don't have attention spans. I mean, uh, even, even an adult, I think can, you know, you know, pay attention to something for about 10 to 15 minutes and then you're, you're off uh, somewhere else, you know? Um, so I, I think making it palatable, just making it so it's interesting, you have to give uh, demonstrations and it also depends on what you're teaching. I mean, uh, you have to, you have to make it interesting. You have to make it so that um, people do want to learn and that all, not only that, but that people as they're learning, they can, they can do the thing that you're teaching them and experience small successes along the way. Because if they're not experiencing that, then they're not going to have a reason to come back in and want to continue learning. So you have, you have, to, you have to deliver uh, on a bunch of different levels uh, if you want to take somebody from point A to point B and actually consume that course. Um, so it's a pretty loaded question. We probably could talk a, a good long while about that strategy. I'm sure there's tons of strategies out there for doing that, but that's, that's kind of at a, at a basic level, that's kind of what I would say. Do you have like anywhere where they could, uh, sorry for the loaded question, but what, do they have anywhere where they can go to learn that was more of like, to, like what tools or uh, what places would they go so that people might be able actually to like get that full kind of strategic thinking? Like, do you have a, like a yeah. URL, for example? I don't have a URL. And here's the thing. There's, there's a lot of courses out there that teach people how to build courses. Um, there's a lot of really expensive courses. There's a lot of courses on Udemy. I mean, you know, everybody's an expert, you know. Um, in fact, it's one of the things that me and my business partner, Nate, have talked about in the past. You know, we deliver this great product. We should just create a free course with all this, you know, knowledge and experience that we've had with our customers um, just to lay it out for people to help them. Um, and so that, you know, that's something that, you know, we've, we've toyed with, you know, unfortunately I don't have, I don't have a specific answer or, or, or tool or a resource. Uh, again, there's, there's some, there's some great courses out there. Um, and there's some that are probably not so great, but, um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where you, you, you just have to kind of search around. Uh, I know, I know people mostly go to YouTube to find out things. You want a quick answer, you go to YouTube and there might be some stuff out in YouTube. Uh, unfortunately, I just don't have a, a specific resource for that. Fair enough. No, actually, um, I think um, Shane from Fry Themes have, um, unfortunately, he, he's got a competitor product, um, but he's been doing um, some good work, um, providing some training around building a course. Um, but we, we, I will make it aim to provide a, a resource page, listeners and viewers, where we have some of the, the better um, courses or resources because it's a great point that Adrian's just made because um, yep. um, and we'll probably get some of the better ones on some shows in July and August to give some insight about that. We're going to go for our break, folks. When we come back, we're going to get some more great questions for Ben. We'll be back in a few moments. Do you want to spend more time making money online? Then use WP Tonic as your trusted WordPress developer partner. They will keep your WordPress website secure and up to date so you can concentrate on the things that make you money. Examples of WP Tonic's client services are landing pages, page layouts, widgets, updates, and modifications. WP Tonic is well known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with full, no question asked, 30 day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Sign up with WP Tonic today. That's WP-Tonic.com. 
just like the podcast. We're coming back. We've had some insight about Ben's great plugin, WP Courseware. Actually, it's one of the first plugins that allowed you to make courses utilizing the power of WordPress, wasn't it, Ben? Yeah, it was. It was the first. It was the first one out there. We we built it to scratch our own itch, and uh, we had no idea what we had our finger on. And uh, it was just. It was we, me and my business partner call it dumb luck because it, it was it's kind of what it was. It's great, great story. Um, so on to the video theme of the podcast. So, well, actually, before that, um, do you see any upcoming? You know, we had the period of micro lessons. Um, then gamification, you know, um, I think gamification was first and then micro lessons, you know, linked to what we were discussing in the first half of the show, not having long lessons, 10, you know, and then we've had, you know. Bite-sized chunks. Yeah, bite-sized chunks. Do you see any new trends coming up in the next um, 18 months or do you think um, the course, the educational um platforms have kind of they've got established mythology now you know uh you you kind of think that because that's kind of how it is right now everything's kind of pretty smooth you like you said you you had of all these you know gamification you know micro uh micro courses even micro lessons whatever you want to call them um and, and I think that there will be something else that will come out eventually something new will come I know there there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of push for, you know, uh, live lessons or live teaching. Um, I know we've had lots of requests for having some kind of feature for uh, doing, you know, a live course, you know. And well, so a webinar, think, live kind of webinar functionality, yeah. which some of the SASs have been pushing, I mean, especially, I think, I'm not sure Kajabi, but there's a couple of others that don't come to mind where, um, the people that do webinar jam, um, yeah. they, they do a platform as well, which is around membership and course production, don't they? Yeah, I believe so. And so, yeah, and that, I don't know if I if necessarily that's going to be the next trend, but I feel like gamification is still a big deal. Um, I feel like gamification is not uh, not old news. I feel like it's still very powerful. Um, you know, even to Adrian's point a minute ago, how do you get somebody from point A to point B? I think gamification is one of the ways you do it. Um, people like to have that feedback loop, that you know, that instant gratification. Like, oh, I just completed something. I just got a a new little uh, badge or whatever, some points or you know, whatever it is, a certificate. You know, I mean, that's what it's funny. We one of our biggest requests in, um, in WP Courseware is for certificate customization. And it, I mean, that tells me that people love certificates. They want to use certificates. They want to to give their students, you know, a, a reward at the end to, to give them that sense of completion. Um, so I think it's, I think gamification is a big deal still. One of the things that digital marketer does, I'm not sure if you're familiar with digital marketer. They're mm-hmm. like, uh, they're one of the, the biggest digital marketing training companies currently on the planet. Uh, Ryan Dice. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know who that is, please go look him up. Um, but what they do is all of their courses at the, the end of every single one, you, go, you, both, you get both a certificate and a badge. And what they always tell you is, you know, you can go take that badge and put it in the footer of your website or put it on your LinkedIn page or put it 
wherever it is. So people know that you completed X course and they just go crazy for that stuff. And I think those like that, those micro wins you're talking about, the instant gratification is just so important since everything now is like, so like instantaneous that we want to see results. If we don't see results, like two minutes after, like we plant just like a, like a flower, if it's not grown in two minutes, then it's like, ah, oh, this is too hard. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of an interesting concept because we're conditioning ourselves for like life in general and life doesn't work like that. Like, no. you know, <laughs> online courses, software development, that kind of thing. It's instant gratification, but life in general does not work like that. But I don't know. That's a whole nother topic. <laughs> so how do you see the kind of general growth in, in this market in e-learning, you know, to become an e-learner entrepreneur, this whole, do you think we've reached the, um, the Zenith, or do you think there's still an enormous amount of growth in this particular sector? Then? Oh yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of growth in the e-learning uh, industry. I, I I can't remember the exact statistic. I think we're at maybe two hundred billion dollar industry right now, and that's you know supposed to get up to three hundred and some odd billion dollars by twenty twenty three or something like that. I don't know the exact statistic, but I don't think we're quite there yet. I think. E-learning is, uh, it's a big deal right now, but I think it's going to grow over the next few years, several years, maybe even 10 years. I don't know. Um, it's, it's a pretty big deal. I mean, all the trends that are happening. I mean, you look at, you look at Udemy. I, I have a, some statistics from Udemy. Uh, Udemy boasts 30 million students, 100,000 courses, 40,000 instructors. But this is the statistic right here that really intrigues me because of the video aspect to it. 22 million minutes of video. And so, so, I mean, that's, and that's just on Udemy's, you know, marketplace. I mean, that, you know, there's, there's tons of other online courses uh, out on the interwebs. And so I think it's, it's interesting to me that it, it's definitely growing, but it's also, it's also kind of pointing towards video courses. Over to you, Adrian. So do you think that uh, just, just as an opinion, uh, traditional education, uh, you know, has, at least here in Canada, seemed to like fall in, uh, behind the, the the sort of digital trend, what do you, what do you think is next for the our consumption as like just just education in general going towards these these bite sized courses? Do you see that happening in uh, with universities down there in the states, or do you just see that happening with with other industries? Like what what is the adoption rate of these large organizations in converting over to video? I think it's going to happen. I think it's a big deal. Um, obviously, it depends on your industry. I mean, if you're going to school to become a doctor, you have to go to school. I mean, you have to you have to go to an educational institution and go take a, take courses to become a doctor, you know. But like, I had a friend the other day who was telling me, "Hey, I'm you know, my wife is thinking about going back to school to become a graphic designer," and I'm thinking to myself, actually, I told him, "Like, why would you do that? Like, why would you go? To, why would you pay for somebody to go to college to learn to be a graphic designer? You can you can log onto the internet, go to Lynda.com. I mean, just do a Google search." And you you will find courses on how to do this. Um, one of the one of the things I see is you know not only related to video, but um, you know most people spend most of their time on their mobile device, and so making courses in the video uh, format, but also key towards uh, you know mobile users, I think is is going to be the trend um, because that's where people consume. I mean, people are on there for social media all day, for email. You know, I mean. Most entrepreneurs run a business and they do a lot of business on their mobile phone. Um, so I think, I think you know, uh, coming from a, a standpoint of video plus mobile, I, I see a big trend, you know, 
headed that direction for, you know, maybe even bigger companies too. I don't know, larger corporations maybe doing employee training. I don't know. Um, but it's, it's definitely uh, going that direction. Oh, that's great. Um, we're going to wrap up the um, podcast part of the show. Hopefully, Ben will be uh, able to stay with us for another 10 minutes for some bonus content, which you'll be able to see on the WP Tonic YouTube channel. Actually, if, you, um, if you're a real connoisseur WP Tonic and you can't wait for the iTunes episodes, you normally can see the episodes the earliest on our YouTube channel. Just a little tip there, listeners and viewers. Um, so, Ben, how can people find out more about you, your company, and what you're up to? So, yeah, you can find us at flyplugins.com. You can find us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's just at flyplugins. Um, and, yeah, definitely reach out to us. We have a, I think we have a, a questions option on our webpage. You can reach out pre-sales questions or questions in general. Um, you can find me on uh, any one of the social platforms as well. Feel free to reach out. I'd be happy to answer any of the questions uh, that you might have about creating an online course, about our products, WordPress in general, online business. Um, we love we love talking about it. One thing I, I'd love to point out is we do uh, we do an office hour session uh, the fourth Friday of every month, um, and so we do it live over YouTube. And so you can you can sign up for that on our on our website flyplugins.com forward slash office dash hours, and uh, just sign up for that. And we'd love to we'd love to have you on there. You can ask us anything. We'll we'll answer it live. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Adrian, how can people find out more about you and your company? Uh, so they can go to Groundhog with 2 gsio uh, and there's plenty of ways to get in touch with both me personally or any of my staff on there. Uh, we have our chat box in the bottom right-hand side. We have links to our Facebook group as well as our Facebook page, and you can reach out to us there. My personal email address is info at Groundhog, again, with 2 gs uh, at the end, dot .io. And if they have or if you have uh, any interest in digital marketing, marketing automation, uh, or WordPress-centric sales tools, then uh, you should definitely... Uh, reach out and ask any questions that you have about that. That's fantastic, Adrian. And if you want s- some help in building that first course, or you want to escape the clutch, the clutches of um, Teachable or Kajabi, <laughs> um, come over to WP Tonic. We've got a number of services that will help you build the course that you're looking for. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Thanks for listening to WP Tonic, the podcast that gives you a spoonful of WordPress medicine twice a week.